Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the... Is this 90? Let me check. Is this the 90th episode of the Nobody Asked for This Podcast? Who knows? Who better to track this information than me? Let me go into the very fancy podcast app. Let's see. (gasps) It's happening. The 90th episode of the Nobody Asked for This Podcast. As a... um, Oh, wait one sec. As a celebration, celebratory moment, or however I was supposed to word that, I am cracking open... Sorry, I'll explain the the um, delay in a second. I'm cracking open a Coke Zero Spiced, which I don't know if I talked about this last week, but I've tried the, the Coke Zero Spice before. It's like probably top five grossest things I've ever tried. No offense to the Coca-Cola brand. Um, I've been a long time supporter of you forever. Um, the damage that you have probably done to my insides is great, is uh, monumental. I would, I would, I, me and my doctors would probably agree, but you know, you have to live a little bit. Um, but the spiced version of your, of your Coca-Cola tastes terrible. It tastes like medicine. I know, I know everyone's like, oh, orange soda tastes like medicine. Great pop tastes like medicine. But I think the reason it tastes like medicine is because medicine is traditionally, like especially kids' medicine, is traditionally those flavors. But the Coke Zero Spice, Zero Sugar Spiced, which I believe they have Coke non with Coke Actual Sugar Spiced, it doesn't taste like medicine because of the flavor. It tastes like medicine because it tastes like there's medicine in it. Like, it, it, it's not the flavor that's reminiscent of a medicine it just fully tastes like there's like medical ingredients in it so but i will still be having it and yes it is 8:56 in the morning it was 8:54 when i opened this so here's to breakfast um most important meal of the day i actually i do want to bring something up i don't normally do any sort of current event news um and I'm not going to dive into this for too long, but I did read a headline, a headline, one of my other news, that made me literally laugh out loud. Um, and I'm just going to say it, and then we're going to move on. But I read that the Kellogg's, like the cereal brand, the Kellogg's CEO, encouraged everybody in the midst of what is happening, you know, this inflation crisis, things that used to be $2 are now 4 5 $6. Um the Kellogg CEO recommended that everybody eat cereal for dinner <laughs> to save some money. So there's that. Like if you just needed, a, we could we could take that information two ways. You could go like the think piece, um, analyze like what ha- like with the downfall of society, which is a, is a fair route to take, or you could do what I do and just pretend none of it's real and just laugh. So. Now, have I had cereal for dinner before? Yes. But it's like sort of not the point. So just just thought I would share that. Um, quickly, I would like to defend the choice to have a um, Coca-Cola spiced zero sugar as a, as a breakfast option. Now, in my defense, I did have a protein bar breakfast half an hour ago, so it's not the only thing that I've had. But I have had this carton 
Is it a carton? What's it, what's it called at the grocery store when you buy, like, the long, like, the rectangle pack of cans? It's not a flat. Like, a flat is, like, the flat one. But it's, like, a rectangular flat. Let's call that. I bought a rectangle, an oblong flat of Coca-Cola, zero sugar spiced, and other natural flavors from the pharmacy. Um, and I have it in my trunk. And I guess I opened one or I opened the box to try one and then made a sharp left turn at some point. Um, and all of the cans flew everywhere in the, in the back. So they kind of like went into different pockets of the, not only the trunk, but like the back seat of the car. One rolled down kind of the, the middle row. Um, so it's been really fun the last couple of weeks, like just kind of collecting them. I'm, I'm almost doing like an early Easter egg hunt um, for myself. Like, I'd, like if, I, if I'm feeling a little parched, I'll um, have to go and do a whole search of the car to find the next one. Now, I do have like a, not a big car, but like a bigger car, which is not me bragging at all because of um, the gas prices. So really, I got got. Um, but this particular can that I picked up this morning when I was deciding if I was going to stop for an iced coffee or not, I thought, you know what, let's save the money. Let me just find one of these Coca-Cola spiced zero sugar, which really, given the storage situation that I just described, was quite a risk because it was very possible that I, you know, passed the drive-through and put all my fate into the, uh, the Coca-Cola zero sugar spiced and ran out. Because again, I do not have them in one location. So there might be one day where I am looking for a Coca-Cola zero sugar spiced and there's not one to be offered because I've, I've ran them out. Now, what I think is most likely to happen is in six months from now, I'll forget that I was even playing this game with myself and I'll find like a Coke, like at the bottom of the, like underneath the seat or something. Do you know anytime like someone, you know, someone's going to have to be in your car, or you're like driving someone or, or something like that. And then you do like a quick clean and you're like, oh, why is there a bag of pretzels under here? Stuff like that. But all of this to say, this specific can of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Spiced. Do they want us to call them Coca-Cola or Coke? Because this particular can says both. Unclear. Um, this particular can had a bunch of dust and stuff on the top of it. So that was the... <sighs> at the top of the show. Just so everyone... I'm really glad that we've, we've settled this. Um, and I'm halfway done with the Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Spiced. Which I didn't account for this really in my decision to open it, but you can't really drink Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Spice and other natural flavors and talk at the same time. Like there's not many things you can do. I, re I remember one time I had a snack and I sat down with a snack to record the podcast and then I realized you can't eat and talk at the same time. Well, you can. And I guess because this is not, a, there's no video component to this, um, I didn't, I, f I figured, like, I can chew with my mouth open or whatever, which I, th I think I do normally. I'm trying to work on it, but, like, I think I'm an open mouth chewer, um, and I just have to be honest about that, and I think the honesty, um, accounts for, like, maybe, it takes away about 15% of the grossness, like, at least I know that about myself, um, and actively working for a change, truly. I think what it is, is I eat alone a lot of the time, <laughs> Like, well, maybe like 50%, like breakfast and lunch is alone-ish. Like there might be people like 
with me in the mall food court, so to speak, but they're not like, we're not dining together. And at that point, if you're staring at me chewing with my mouth open, that's kind of on you, right? It's like, look away. <laughs> but um, it's something I'm working on. Well, maybe I feel like I have enough New Year's resolutions for 2024. We might like just move that on to the 2025 pile. I'm in early um, negotiations for my 2025 um, New Year's, not New Year's Eve, New Year's resolution list. So just early planning, you know, like I'm sure all of like the bankers and stuff and the finance people like around middle of the year, you start looking on like the budget for next year, whatever that might look like. That's sort of what I'm doing. Um, but more for, more so for personal growth. So if anyone has any complaints, any, um, I guess we're not even in the middle of the year. It's, it's, it's still February. But if anyone has any ideas or um, finds areas where I'm lacking, I'm just going to say thank you so much. I appreciate your opinion. Um, I hope to, I hope you see these changes reflected in my behavior in the year 2025. So that's kind of where I'm at. Something I have not brought up yet, um, which actually there is updates to, and I usually bring up, is the weather. Listen, filling a podcast alone, you kind of just have to go for what you can go for. And the weather gave me something to talk about this week, so thank you to the weather. But in the last 24 hours, we went from sun, to snow, to rain, to nothing. I have seen snow come and go, um, as a poem... I have seen snow come and go, um, hmm, feeling low, I have to watch a show, there you go, surprisingly less words that rhyme with snow than you would think, I have so much more respect for William Shakespeare, was he a poet, Bach, no Bach didn't do work, you know what it would have been cool, is if Bach and Mozart, I don't, I don't know their, um, <clears throat> year, year, years of operation, like when they were born and when they left us. But if they could, if the if the timelines matched up, they could have done a band with Shakespeare. He could have done the words. They could have done the music. Both or one or the other. I don't. I don't, again don't know the the whole timeline. They all could have existed in different timelines. But if they crossed together, I think that would have been cool. We could have had the words from one side, the music from the other. And we would have been good to go. Although, apparently, I've heard... I, I don't think I'm starting this rumor. I think this is one that exists. I've heard that William... Is it Shakespeare? Bill. Bill Shake. Is um, a, kind of a fraud. Like, there was people that wrote for him. He used ghostwriters. Which is very cutting edge of him. Very um, new age, like, celebrity memoir of him to know to do that. Like, very crafty. But if there wasn't, like, a, an arrangement made with these people, um, probably illegal. I would say so. That's the thing. I've talked about this before, I think. But, like, obviously, plagiarism is terrible. And, like, okay, not really, pl like, oh, yes, plagiarism, plagiarism is bad. But, like, in school, they make you cite everything perfectly to a T. Not only do you have to say where you got all your information, as you should, like, if you're using someone else's work, absolutely. But, like... They're so specific about, like, how you format it and how you, like, present it and what style and Chicago. I remember when my teachers were telling me you have to do Chicago style, um, some other type of style. I'm not kidding you. Like, this isn't a joke. I thought they were talking about pizza. I was like, oh, my gosh, I love, like, deep dish. Like, is this what we're talking about? 
um, only to find out that they were talking about words, which is, well, not my least favorite subject, significantly less fun than if we were talking about pizza. But all of that to say, you have to do everything so perfectly. And then you look at like actual writers and they're just stealing from each other left and right, like magazine articles. People are just making stuff up saying that, you know, these two people are getting divorced or, you know, this person, like these two people like had this specific conversation that like never happened. Like we're all just making stuff up. But like in school where you learn how to be a writer, you have to do everything like by the book. So that's just, it's just interesting. But nothing you can do about it now. Except take a swig of the Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Spiced. I do promise, not that anyone would think this, but this is not an ad for Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Spiced. Although I really think we need to use negativity as a marketing tool, which I'm sure people do. But like in every ad where everyone's talking about something, they're like, Everyone buy Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Spiced, swipe up, I tried it once, it changed my entire life, my taxes were instantly filed for me, which by the way, we're coming up on tax season, so just, you know, get with it. My kids' grades went up 17%, the mileage on my car went down 20,000 miles, um, and it's the best thing I've ever tasted and I love it. Like, that type of of marketing, sure, I'm sure, like, people would see that and be like, oh my gosh, let let me go buy Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Spiced. But, like, where's the video that Coca-Cola paid you to say, Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Spice, it's the most disgusting thing I've ever tried. I can't believe it exists. It tastes like pharmacy. You you will not believe it until you try it. Everyone go out and buy it. I would be more compelled to buy something from an ad like that than the one where they tell you that it like it's life-changing and it's the best thing they've ever tried. Truly. Like, I actually think... I'm not even kidding... I would buy that. Like, if something was gross... Or, like, if a movie's, like, really bad, if someone's like, this movie was so bad, it's the worst movie I ever saw, I'm more likely to go see the movie than if people are like, this is great. And everyone knows, no offense to the Rotten Tomato people, but, like, your percentage means nothing. I've seen so many movies where I walk out of it and I'm like, my life is worse having seen this movie, and they loved it. It's, like, in the 90s. And then I'll watch a movie where I'm like, this is the best movie ever, and it literally has 17% green to- or rotten tomato. I was like, what is it called? Rot- it's a rotten tomato. So, also, I would love to know the origin of tomato. Like, why did they choose it? To- like, was it, was it just because apple was taken? Or what? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'm back. Um, now, if you're just, you know, listening to this, which... If you're hearing this, that means you are listening to this. Um, You wouldn't have noticed anything. I did not go anywhere. There was not a commercial break. There was not a some sort of advertisement, which I actually do want to um, start doing. Not that anyone is going to pay me to do their advertisements. That's definitely not going to happen. There's um, really, really no reason for a company to want me to um, talk about them in the hopes of getting, you know, me turning them a profit because, you know, we're kind of low on what you call listeners. However, I think it just would make me sound a lot cooler. So I almost feel like if I just start doing ads for maybe like smaller products, like obviously 
I can't do an ad for Coca-Cola Spice Zero Sugar or whatever it's called because that's a bit too big of a company. But maybe I can find like, like a local granola bar factory and then just start doing ads for them and then maybe that'll get their attention and then they'll get me to do real ads. I would love to open a local small granola bar factory. That will be the title of this episode, A Granola Bar Factory. I just feel like all my favorite foods will be in there. Because obviously you have, like, the the granola bar, like, the actual bar itself. But then you also have, like, actual granola. Delicious. You probably have some sort of, like, a, like a, like a honey, a honey base. Or, or something to sort of mix everything together. Because my, my granola, um, my granola bar factory will only use fresh ingredients. Now... This is starting to sound like kind of an expensive endeavor, uh, and I'm gonna probably have to go on Shark Tank, which I'm not scared to do. I'm not. A, I'm not scared to do a pitch. I'm not scared to ask for money. Um, the only thing I've ever been scared to ask is if I can go to the bathroom in French class because I don't speak French, uh, which I guess was the the point of the class, like to learn it. But it just didn't really take. I like to say I spent twelve years trying to learn French. And it didn't work. So why would I like, why do I have any reason to believe that I'll ever know another language? I will say the other day, I decided that I was going to learn um, like Italian. So I downloaded an app that promised to teach me Italian in like three weeks or something. Um, I downloaded and I really I committed in, in theory, I committed and said I will do, you know, 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day on this app. Now, since downloading that app, and spending the $30 to do the monthly trial, which now that I'm saying it, I'm hoping that this wasn't over a month ago because um, I'm going to have to delete that trial because unfortunately, I have spent zero time on that app since I committed to using that app. Since my credit card number was taken from the app company, um, I have not opened the app. And that's just such a me thing to do. I also remember one time, I decided I was going to watch Grey's Anatomy, and this was a few years ago, so there was obviously a crap ton of episodes, but like a season or two, or probably three seasons less than there are like today, if you were to look it up. I think it was like in the 300s of episodes, and I was like, okay, so that's like one episode a day for a year. I can do that so easy. I probably spend that amount of time on the bathroom, so like, hey, I can multitask. Since making that decree of I'm going to watch Grey's Anatomy, I've watched exactly zero episodes of Grey's Anatomy. So that's just sort of um, the deck I'm working with, the um, skill level. I actually think I'm an inherently lazy person, like not by choice, not by I want it to be like that. I think just my, to my core, I'm lazy. And in my defense, I'm fighting it every day. Like I really do try and and get up and like, put effort but like always in the back of my head there's this little there's this little voice that's like you could just not and i do have to say i feel like doing this podcast up to 90 episodes not to brag is one of the examples of how i've you know really overcome the inherent laziness because no one's asking me to do this no one wants me to do this i could probably find a couple people that would tell me to stop doing this but i've kept doing it so you know there you go that's 100 percent proof solid evidence that I am not lazy and I'm perfect and everything's and everything's fine, okay? Everything's fine. 
or something like that. But what you're going to do, I've had the weirdest like scrape on one of my knuckles. This see, this is after we pass 20 minutes, it really gets into the weeds of like, like details of my life that no one asked, but I have had a weird scrape on my knuckles. I don't remember doing it. I don't remember, like, I definitely didn't, like, cut it on something because it's a scrape, but, like, I don't know what I was doing. Like, I'm not, like, a welder. I'm mostly typing all all day, so I don't know in what, um, at what avenue or what activity that I was doing in my daily life that made me scrape a knuckle. Like, that sounds like something Bob the Builder would do, um... But it happened. And now I'm, I have just have some quick questions. And I'm sure I could Google these. But like, I've been putting Band-Aids on it. Do I need to put a Band-Aid on a scrape? Like, it's not like, it's not like actively bleeding. But just in case I've been putting Band-Aids. But my second problem is we have to figure out how to make Band-Aids for your knuckles. Because your knuckles move. I guess your fingers in general. Like, if you put a Band-Aid on, on, on a, a, a limb that bends... The Band-Aid doesn't always bend. So I think that while I'm in the Shark Tank den, if halfway through my pitch for... What else was I pitching? I can't remember what I said. But if halfway through the pitch for that thing isn't going well, I'm going to be like, actually, you know what? Never mind. Scrap that idea. Um, I need to now pitch you um, the bendable Band-Aid. And that's what we're going to call it. The bendable bendable Band-Aid. I believe Band-Aid is a name, like a name brand. So I won't use that. Bendable Bandage, which... Actually, now that I think about it, we'll be replacing Granola Bar Factory for the title of this episode. Let me just make a note of that. Is bendable a word? Yeah, I think so. Bendable bandage. Bandage. Done. But yes, if halfway through my Granola Bar pitch, I believe that's what I was going to pitch, doesn't work, I'm going to say, never mind sharks, forget Granola Bars. Have you ever gotten a scrape on your knuckle? I think it's called the knuckle, is, okay, do you know how your finger, there's like the part with the nail, and then there's the part where it bends, and then there's the second part where, and then there's like the bigger, like your knuckle, is that both called a knuckle? Am I making any sense? Like, is are, are both of those little like joints called the knuckle? Let's Google it, knuckle... Finger, finger knuckles. That's a fun word. Let's see. Oh, there's a graph. I love a graph. It's called an, it's called a joint. Okay. Are all joints knuckles? What's, what's the difference between a knuckle and a joint? What are finger knuckles called? Does a finger have two or three knuckles? Each finger contains three joints. This is from emedicinehealth.com, which funnily enough is also my primary care physician. Each finger contains three joints, more commonly known as knuckles. Okay. A knuckle is just a finger joint. I guess I could have done knuckle definition. A part of a, of a finger at a joint where the bone is near the surface, especially where the finger joins the hand. That's a knuckle? Where the finger... Oh, oh, oh. Oh, the bottom one. Oh, like when you, when you make a fist? 
Oh. I was thinking the main knuckles were the part where the skin gets like swirly in the middle. But is the main knuckle the part where like if you make a fist, like the bony part of your hand? Hmm. Who knew? I almost can't believe that. That's very odd. While I'm looking at my palm, let's try and read my fortune or whatever. I would love to learn how to do that. Someone someone looked at my palm once and they claimed it was like a friend or something and they claimed to know like what everything meant and honestly like what they were telling me I was not I was not into. Like I I'm I'm kind of hoping they were wrong. Also, how do you know which palm to read? Are your palms the same? Are palm are your palm lines like your fingerprints? Let's see. Do these look identical? Oh, maybe. Wait. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, because that... Huh. No, that can't be. Let's see. Second thing to Google next. Is the... I will get back to the Shark Tank scenario. I, I haven't forgotten. But is the palm... Are your... Wait, what am I Googling? Are... The lines of your palm identical. On, are the are the are both palm palms on each hand? There really needs to be like instead of Spotify wrapped, like Google wrapped. Like I want to see everything I googled like in order and then I want like stats of like what time I googled stuff like my weirdest google search according to them my most normal google search my most frequent google search I think that would be really fun I think in the age of everything having like a yearly wrap-up that would be something that could really really tell you about yourself like what are you googling um there is no single pair of these palms that is identical Every palm is unique. Well, that's kind of cool, too. I can live with that. But back to what I was saying about Shark Tank. I feel like I would be somebody, just knowing my personality, who, if the pitch wasn't going well, I would like, completely jump ship and start talking about something else. And they would be like, this does, this, you do not seem like you have good business sense. And for that reason, I'm out. I live in fear of hearing the words for that reason I'm out. Which, if anyone doesn't know, that's what they tell you on Shark Tank when they tell you, like, like move along, you're not going to Hollywood. It's like the people on the audition phase of American Idol when they're singing their songs and the, and the judges are like, mm, like, you're a little bit pitchy. Like, you know, you really, you really didn't make the song your own. They love to tell people that. They love to be like, you made the song your own or you did not make the song your own. Like, what are you supposed to do? Play? Are they asking you to plagiarize? They're asking you to plagiarize, which, again, why is plagiarism so, plever- so prevalent? That's a tongue twister. But it's so important that I use, like, Chicago-style bibliography format. I'm sure there's a reason, and I'm open to hearing the answer, but you know what I mean. Um, but, yes, I would be the person on American Idol 
who they, if they said no, I'd be like, okay, cool. I know you said you hated my voice, but do you want to hear the voice you said you hated so much? Like maybe sing a different song or like, I can do some riffs or I, or my favorite, I didn't even get to the good part yet. Or some, or they'll be like, I need some water. Just not letting it go. That was, that was always a fun activity to watch compilations of people messing up their American Idol auditions. And I, I genuinely would feel bad for them because I think to get to that phase of American Idol, like it's not what it looks like. I think they make it seem like you just walk in off the side of the street and they like let you sing in front of the judges. But I'm pretty sure there's a couple rounds before that. And if you've made it to the auditions, you've basically in one way or another been told like, yeah, you're good enough for American Idol. So when it's the people who are maybe not so great, they're probably thinking that they're pretty good, not only because they decided to audition for American Idol, but they've been told by these producers, like, yes, you've made it to the round where you get to meet, you know, Simon or whatever. I don't think he's on it anymore. But you know what I mean. There's something cruel about it. It's almost as if the entertainment industry isn't 100% nice. It's just a hunch. I don't want to, like, say anything for sure. I don't want to expose anybody. I don't want to be rude, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm starting to think something's up. Anyway, while we let them get that sorted out, um, I want to thank you for listening to the Nobody Asked for This podcast. All 90 episodes, I assume everyone's listened to all 90 episodes. I know I haven't, so someone's got to. I've probably listened to maybe three or four, maybe five episodes. Um, but if you would like to hear more, you can go to podcast nobody asked for this podbean.com. On there you can see the link to our Spotify, our Apple Podcast, a few other places that like I think it were on um Samsung Podcasts, if if that floats anyone's boat. We're also on I think Amazon. I think if you tell your Alexa machine to play the Nobody Asked for this podcast, she'll probably play like 17 other podcasts first either because she didn't hear you correctly or there are just other podcasts called the nobody asked for this podcast that have you know maybe just a little bit more like notoriety a smidge um but she she might eventually play my nasally voice through your alexa sound system which i think that would be pretty cool i don't know about you uh again also on our website you can hear or not here but you can see the links to our social media, there's really nothing on there. Honestly, like, take, take it or leave that. Um, but definitely subscribe on, on anywhere that is possible. I would appreciate it very much, very muchly. Um, and yeah, I hope everybody has a great leap day. Oh, I didn't even talk about it. It's leap day. Tomorrow's leap, or today. Sorry, obviously, because I'm recording this live. Today is leap day. Okay, it feels like a lying. I'm going to be honest. I... I'm recording this the day before so that it can be up on, on leap day. But what a, what a treat that I get to release an episode on leap day. Had I figured that out at the beginning of this episode, I could have done a whole leap day theme on like leaping. I could have done leapfrog. I could have done something that meant skipping, skipping forward. I could have done the whole episode in fast motion. I could have 
I could have recorded, okay, ready, bear with me. I could have recorded the episode, burned it onto a CD, scratched the CD, put the CD back into the computer, and then recorded the audio of my computer playing the scratch CD to make it sort of leap, like skip. This is like how I get my best Halloween costume ideas on November 1st. So annoying. Well, I promise next week I'll do a, some sort of a leap day recap. I'd imagine we're going to get like a Black Friday level amount of spam slash marketing emails just because why not? Every company ever loves an excuse to do a sale, which is not really a sale. It's just sort of like 5% off after they've increased inflation, like they've inflated the prices already 10%, but they love like a some sort of holiday sale. So I'll stay, I'll stay on the lookout for that. We can do a full debrief next week. Um, I hope the spam emails don't get to you. Don't crush your spirits. We're almost at the weekend. Take care and thank you for listening. Goodbye.